Hello and welcome to Social Justice Matters, a podcast from Social Justice Ireland. I'm Michelle Murphy, Research and Policy Analyst with Social Justice Ireland. As regular listeners will know by now, we have three different types of podcast. Our seminar series is a look back at some of our conference and seminar presentations where you can hear from people like Lena Carr, Anne Pettifer and Tony Fahey. Our 10 minute lessons series, where we give a brief overview of a policy topic. This is meant to be a useful introduction to an area that we hope our listeners will find interesting. And our interview series, where we have a chat with experts on a range of policy areas. This is one of those. And today I'm joined by Kathleen Moran, chairperson of the School Libraries Group of the Library Association of Ireland, to talk about school libraries in Ireland. Kathleen, you are very welcome to our podcast series. And to begin with, could you tell me more about the School Libraries Group of the Library Association of Ireland and what kind of work that you and the members do? Good morning, Michelle, and thank you for having me. Um, the School Libraries Group is a relatively new group. Um, up to last year, um, school librarians in Ireland worked with the UK um, School Library Association Group. But since 2001, 2021 rather we have moved to the library association of ireland and we now have a school libraries group under the library association of ireland our role i suppose what we see um, as as being our role is to campaign and lobby for funded and staffed libraries in all schools across the country and there's a lot of work to be done there um, we provide also provide cpd and training uh, for our members uh, both online and in person and we provide networking and development opportunities uh, and supports to school, to the few school librarians that there are across the country um, we also run a, a reading award called the great reads award and this is for debut young adult authors so this is open it's running at the moment actually and it's open to all second level schools um, we have junior and senior categories in um, for juniors and seniors and the winners of that award are chosen by students. So it's a great way of promoting new teen and young adult, adult authors, but also to um, diversify um, the reading of young people that we work with. So our mission, I suppose, is to work towards um, developing uh, school library services across all schools in Ireland. And there's um, quite a lot of work to be done there. I, and especially if you've only been under the aegis of the Library Association of Ireland for since 2021, you know, even what yes. you've you've outlined there, that's a huge amount of work to be doing in, in the space of a year. And I, I suppose for a small group of people as well. And I think, Kathleen, you and your colleagues, you presented the World Library and Information Congress took place in Dubai um, in Dublin. I think it was the first in-person one in three years. And there was over more than 2,000 delegates from over 100 countries. And you and your colleagues gave a presentation at the Congress, which surprised me, uh, certainly astounded many of the delegates and probably will be a huge surprise to, to most of our listeners. The fact that Ireland is actually at the bottom of the international rankings in terms of school library provision, because we actually only have 30 publicly funded school libraries across the entire primary and post-primary publicly funded education system here. And now I was really, really surprised by this because, you know, across the developed world, I suppose, professionally staffed school libraries are the norm. And I, and I took this from your own presentation that there's what 3,240 primary schools in Ireland with no school library. And out of 722 post-primary or secondary schools, only 30 have a school library. 
So why is this the case for a start? And secondly, then, is there a difference between fee-paying schools, schools in Ireland and publicly funded schools? Absolutely. I mean, it's shocking, Michelle. Um, what we would what we would uh, identify as a school library as being a dedicated space in a school, and that is managed by a professional school librarian. So lots of schools have variations of that. They may have classroom shelves uh, of books. Some have book rooms and so on. But really, a school library, the most important aspect of a school library is a staff member. And that's what's missing across the whole country. It's shocking. And uh, it's hard to understand why the children and young people in Ireland are so badly served in terms of school library provision, given that we are one of the richest countries in the world uh, and developed countries across the world have school library provision for their for their young people. Very somewhat, but everybody, just about everybody is better than Ireland. And as you say, we have about 50 fee paying schools in the country. All of them have school libraries, most of them staffed by full time professional librarians and only 0.75 of all of the primary and post primary schools publicly funded in the country have school library and those are the 30 schools that have the JCSP demonstration library project so they are schools. And they are funded through the JCSP Library Project um, to set up uh, libraries and also to uh, the project also funds the employment of a full time uh, professional librarian. And that's been in place since 2002. Um, really successful. And um, it, it, the, uh, and, and the, it was a research project to start with. And the, the research was extremely positive in the early years. And out of that came uh, a commitment to expand the project under the original DESH action plan in 2005. And the commitment there was to expand the project to 50 schools by 2010 and further expansion to happen thereafter. On, um, expansion began and it, it reached 30 by 2008, but unfortunately at that time the recession kicked in and further expansion was put on hold. And unfortunately, again, that hold is still in place. All of what's this 15, 16 years later, which is shocking. So it has not expanded beyond 30, despite... A lot of uh, um, uh, lobbying and, and, and showing the impact uh, to our policymakers, further um, expansion hasn't happened as of yet. So, and yeah. the debt program, Kathleen itself, that was expanded this year. Um, a welcome expansion of the program. I think they took in was it an additional sixty? Is it additional sixty-five schools were taken into the debt program? And so, is there a potential there that those schools then at least might have access, or you might see the expansion of the the JCSB library program in those schools? Uh, no, no. I mean, there were already just under two hundred desh schools prior to this year. There were just under two hundred desh schools, and there's two hundred and twenty three schools in the country running the JCSB program. So we are just in thirty of those. So no, we are far short prior to any expansion this year. We are still far short of providing a service to all Jewish schools. The, the school library group um, made a submission to the 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 Iraq Joint Directorate Commission uh, Committee on Education, Further and Higher Education, um, Research, Innovation, and Science on school library provision. And in fairness, they have been very uh, they have listened to us, I suppose, and have been supportive of us and have made recommendations. However, nothing has been put in place yet. So 30 actually 38 new second level schools joined DESH this year. And not alone will they will they not get uh, a, a library under the JCSP library project. Um, they also are, are not being facilitated to join the JCSP library project digital library service, which at the moment is available to all other second level DESH schools, 
but the the administrative and financial um, requirement to expand it to these new schools uh, has been refused. So it, it's hard to fathom why, you know, because something like that is so easily expanded. Um, but uh, a decision has been made not to facilitate it, at least for the moment. And, and I, the, you know, it is hard to understand because, you know, we know the impact and we can see the impact, you know, there's the, the international rankings for primary and secondary schools in terms of literacy and numeracy and, and um, scientific knowledge. And I suppose what those re results show that even though there have been some improvements in, in recent years, welcome improvements in terms of literacy, but, you know, students in disadvantaged areas still perform less well than their peers. But then when you look at the difference between, I suppose, fee paying schools and just the general school populations, you see a big gap there. And I suppose you could but, you know, part of this down to having, as you said, um, a school librarian and a school library on site, because I suppose school libraries are so much more than just the the, the book itself. I mean, can you give us a flavour, Kathleen, of what a school librarian in 2022 does? Because I, it's far more than just curating the library. So much more goes into it. Yes, and I think in general, and that's part of the problem, we find there's a, there remains a, a huge misunderstanding of what a school library or indeed any library represents. The old thinking that it's a room full of books and nothing else and, and uh, a person goes in if they want to borrow a book and they're facilitated to borrow that book. But school libraries are so much more than that. As you say, they're active, they're vibrant, they're diverse learning spaces at the heart of the schools that they are in. They are certainly not just a room of, of books. Um, they, we would identify our libraries as being reading, learning, creative, safe spaces. Um, and they play such a central and important role within the school environment. And they can, they can um, change to facilitate the students and staff in school that they're in. They're not set. Uh, there's not a set curriculum for a school library. It, it, it responds and, and, and changes. Uh, depending on what is required in the school. And, and, and libraries and librarians in schools, they support the whole school community um, at all levels and at all abilities, and, and both within and beyond the school day, I would say. All of our all of the JCSP library project libraries are open before school, at lunchtime, after school, providing a range of clubs and activities, and also, very importantly, providing a safe space, because um, lots of, unfortunately, lots of our young people have all sorts of challenges in their lives. And that may be within school in terms of bullying and so on. The library is a place they can go to get off the corridors uh, and just be themselves and feel safe there. But also, it's a place that um, young people can use for homework, for example, before school or after school at lunchtime. Lots of people, lots of our um, students may not have a, a, a comfortable or warm uh, place at home to do their homework so again the school library opens after school and provides homework clubs and support with homework to to our students the libraries also support uh, school staff and the wider community of school community they provide um, sports for every subject area it's not just about reading it's not just about english um, subject sports are provided across the board and um, professional development materials for teachers um, and also i think family literacy is hugely important for particularly in the jcsp library project um, to encourage and support reading and learning in the home um, our library, the librarians run staff and parent book clubs 
um, send books home for younger siblings and so on. So it's it's everything. It's, it's whatever is needed. So I would say they are um, the misunderstanding of what a school library is and can be um, is what we need to work hard on to, to get that message across that they're not just about lending and borrowing books. That they're vibrant places, because actually one of the findings during COVID that came out in terms of the interrupted learning, it showed, I suppose, a large cohort of young people, particularly those from less advantaged areas, as you say, they didn't have a dedicated space to allow them to study, you know, to complete their schoolwork. So even just something simple like that, that the, the school library, it offers that, but it also offers a quiet space for someone if they just want to be themselves and access to all this and it's this material to activities to cultural activities that you know they may not otherwise have have access to and so I suppose in terms of I suppose the cost benefit in terms of the initial input that you know government would put in in terms of I suppose setting up giving the funding to set up the library and to fund the librarian and and the activities the 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 rewards and the benefits that are reaped for from that Kathleen probably far outweigh the cost the initial upfront cost absolutely um I mean I would have spoken to, to principals in some of, of the the JCSP library project schools and, and and things stick with me um that I've heard over the years and one principal I remember saying that the school they would have had a, a JCSP school librarian for a number of years. And, and he said of all of the staff members, professional staff members in the school, if he had to lose somebody, the, the, the librarian would certainly not be anywhere near the top of that list because they're they're the one professional in the school that supports everybody, um, regardless of 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 what timetable classes and so on may take place in the school in the library. Perhaps not every student is timetable to use the library every every week, but it's open to them in their own time beyond the school and, and the librarian um, supports everybody. Um, and I think that's hugely, hugely important. And, and as you said about what the value for money, I mean, there's a huge, a huge amount of money goes into education each year. There's no doubt. And lots of wonderful things happen, but there's a lot of duplication and there's a lot there. There is an emphasis, wonderful to see that at the moment, there's an, emph an emphasis on um, introducing arts and education and, and students' rights to experience the arts and creativity. And that's wonderful. But oftentimes there isn't anybody in the in the school to have time to effectively or, 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 or make the very best use of the funding that comes in. Whereas in again in, in our schools that have school libraries, all of those kind of creative activities take place in the in the library. They're organized by the librarian, facilitated by the librarian, uh, all of the administration is done by the librarian and all of the, 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 the organizing of the classes and so on. So there is a play and the, and there is a large central space in the form of the library for activities um, around creativity to take place. So we can see how effective uh, that kind of expenditure is in a school where there is such a, a facility as a school library and a librarian to make it happen. Um, so it's not that the funding isn't being isn't there, I would say. It's just uh, a little thinking, a joined up thinking of how best to spend it so that our students get the very best value from what is being provided for schools. Um, and so Kathleen, are there any sort of, I suppose, examples of even international examples of best practice in terms of, but you know, at, if government were to decide tomorrow to really invest in this and a school library project in primary schools and, and post-primary schools, is, is there any, are there any sort of examples of best practices to 
you know, obviously it would have to be rolled out on a staged basis, but, you know, how it could be done and, you know, who can we learn from? Interestingly, Michelle, we, we would have been, the, 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 the librarians involved in the JCSP Library Project, as I say, we're there for 20 years and uh, we would ha- have had a lot of interaction with our international colleagues, both at the International Federation of School Librarians and, uh, and, or, and particularly the uh, School Library Association of the UK and international schools. And we have presented at those conferences, as you said, uh, on many occasions. And interestingly, the JCSP library project model is seen as a model of best practice internationally because um, it, it is, even though it's so small and, and, and is only in 30 schools, but it comes to a school with conditions uh, in that the school librarian has a particular role to play and, and there's a contract with each school that, that the, 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 the requirements of the project are implemented in the school. For example, the librarian can't be asked to, to take a class if a teacher is absent. That is not their role. You know, there is teaching and learning in the library, but it's not to mind students in the absence of somebody else or instead of somebody else. They can't be taken over for general classroom purposes or for as an exam centre, for example. Those kind of restrictions or, or conditions probably are not as strong internationally in general um, because each 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 school or the, the headmaster or principal in the school determines the usage of the facilities in the school um, but yes there's certainly international recognition of the success of the JCSP library project because of the, the the it comes with conditions to a school so the funding cannot be sidestepped in any way cannot be used for anything other than what it's given for which is to provide library services and supports to the students in the school, so it can't be used for other purposes, and each school has to has to uh, account for the expenditure each year. Having said that, um, best practice, yes, there there is. I mean, we are hoping, we are hoping, and we have advocated for the setting up of an advisory group to develop a, a, a school library strategy for Ireland, and there are lots of things that could go into that uh, in terms of best practice. Um, it would have to be determined about school size and so on. I mean, we have one, two teacher primary schools in the country. Should we or should we not have a full-time library and librarian in those tiny schools? They wouldn't have the space, I suppose, in general. So those kind of things. So perhaps a shared service for smaller schools. But definitely, I mean, for years, the Department of Education, the building department, when new schools are built, library spaces are being put into new schools. They have been for years and they are shell- they are they are fitted out with very unsuitable library shelving, oftentimes seven foot high metal shelving down the centre, which is certainly not what we would advocate for. And, and a bank of computers down the side. But however, they are putting the spaces in, but then they are not providing the vital uh, thing at the end, which is a, a staff member to run that service. They also don't fund books, but I would compare and say the department doesn't put a science room into a school or a home economics room into a school without having a science teacher or a home economics teacher. They are putting library spaces into schools without that that essential factor of the professional to run the service. So that's huge. That needs to change, definitely. And we need to get that message across. And it's certainly something we are we are fighting hard for. Because the fact that we have the, you know, as you said, there's international best practice, but we have a, a library system here, a school library system that for the past 20 years has worked. Um, we have the data from it, the research. And, you know, as you said, you can show that when you have a professional situated in a school who can then coordinate the cultural curriculum, all these other, and it's that's their role to coordinate and they coordinate it across the school system, not just focused on one class. And that's 
that's a huge help to teachers as well, because teachers are, 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 are very busy people and, you know, they don't necessarily have the time to go and coordinate all of this. And so if if we have, you know, we have the, the research that shows it works, your organisation has been proposing a national advisory committee. And you mentioned that the Oireachtas Committee um, took on board some of your, your recommendations. So is, are there yes. any particular recommendations, Kathleen, that, you know, you as chair of the school libraries um, group of the Library Association of Ireland think that could be implemented, you know, more or less immediately? Um, we'd say if the government or the Minister for Education were to decide to maybe begin this um, next week. And then so what things could they do now, maybe in advance of the budget next year um, to put in place a situation where we can expand and roll out school libraries across across uh, primary and post-primary schools? Yes, um, the, the school libraries group uh, made submissions to the to the Eroctus um, uh, Commission on Education. We made a submission on they, when they were discussing leaving certificate reform earlier in the year. And we also sub- made a submission on um, supports for Ukrainian and other displaced students. And more recently, they're, they're actually discussing well-being and mental health now. And we have made a submission to them on that in terms of how libraries, school libraries can support that. But on their, their report on leaving certificate reform came out in May and they made a... a, a the, the school libraries was one of their key recommendations and and in that recommendation they they advocated for the setting up of an advisory group on uh to develop a strategy on school libraries by the end of september 2022 so unfortunately that deadline has not been made but we are hopeful that it's very much still on the agenda and we're certainly pushing for it um they also recommended in that report as and and they they titled it as a, an urgent national priority that the jcsp library project gets back into expansion mode and that and the JCSP digital library service be expanded to become a national digital library service for all schools in Ireland. So that, that they were very strong recommendations. They also um, recommended that the advisory group work towards having a strategy for having school library um, provision in all schools, primary and post-primary, by the end of 2023. 2024. So they made the, the, those recommendations were extremely strong, and in their in their um, supports for Ukrainian students report, again it was the digital library service because the JCSP digital library service um, have worked the the, the the project has worked with uh, post primary languages Ireland to uh, identify and uh, select a range of Ukrainian and Russian titles. Uh, so a large um, collection has been added to the digital library service, which is op- those books now are to- are openly available to all members of the digital library service, but that service is currently available to all JCS second level JCSP schools and all other DESH schools apart from the thirty eight second level DESH schools who joined um, this year who haven't as I said haven't been facilitated to to have access and it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, it, um, the the library project, the JCSP library project, would say to expand that to all day schools, it, it it only requires some administrative support because there isn't any administrative support for that service at the moment and funding to continue to uh, to to develop and maintain the stock levels. But that's a very small ask to provide a service to two hundred and what two hundred and seventy odd schools in the country and every student within those schools, which would amount to about probably about one hundred fifty thousand students 
you know. Um, it's a, a very small ask to reach those students. And I suppose, Kathleen, those are three very practical things. As you said, the, the, the committee who would have heard from a, a lot of stakeholders, you know, is also supportive. So the establishment of the National Advisory Group, the expansion of the JCSP Library Programme and the expansion of the Digital Library Service with a view then that by 2024, we would see an expansion of school libraries across the country. I suppose those are three very practical things that, you know, can be implemented and can be done. And I'm I'm, I'm sure you and the School Libraries Group or the Library Association of Ireland will continue, I presume, to be advocating that, you know, at least progress is made before Christmas on, on those three items that were highlighted by the Oireachtas Committee report. And, you know, they can be done without, you know, b- between now and the budget of next year so that then, you know, that, that group can make recommendations in terms of an overall expansion of school libraries and school librarians. Absolutely. Now, unfortunately, the Oireachtas Committee had a meeting with the Minister for Education um, just two, last week, two weeks ago, and it was a public meeting, so we could view it um, on, on online. And and school library, there are recommendations on school libraries were on the agenda, but uh, certainly the, the school libraries group would not be have have, have any sense from the responses at that meeting that there is a, there is a, a a plan anytime soon to take on board the committee's recommendations. Um, it, it, it is being it's said and it's been said for years under the. JCSP Library Project that no changes, no new services to any schools will be made until uh, a, JC, a review of the JCSP program itself take, takes place. Now that has been on the agenda since 2014 and, and it still hasn't happened. And we're eight years later. And in those eight years, nothing has has ha- nothing has happened to um, develop either the JCSP Library Project or the JCSP program itself. And each time the reason given for not um, progressing is because the, the pro- project is, is to be reviewed. But how many students have passed through our schools in those eight years who, have, in, my, in my opinion, have been denied services on a technicality about a review that is to happen at some stage, but there is no, there is no timeline on it. And I really feel that uh, proposals for development of services should not be based on something like that, whether or not they happen. They should be evaluated and assessed for their value to to our students, not just blocked down because of a a line in 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 a a document from many years ago that says there's a review to take place. That shouldn't be the deciding factor on whether progress is made or not. But unfortunately, it seems to be. And they should be assessed on merit and the value that they're going to add. Absolutely, yes. Our students haven't. It's no, you know, eight years ago that there have been how many students have passed through the schools that in those eight years that have had none of these services because of that pending review that hasn't happened. Um, So, no, it's it's, you know, we we would feel very strongly in our our group about that, that that anything should be. Um, decided on merit and if the if the decision is that it's looked at and then say no this isn't feasible or isn't just isn't justifiable fair enough but just to 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 not get as far as review or reviewing or assessing a suggestion or a or a or a, a, a proposal that's made on on something as as small or as as, as ludicrous in my in my view as as a, a, a decision in a, in a document to review a, a program sometime down the line it just doesn't make sense and it isn't fair on our young people. No, it, it certainly isn't on the, those young people now who will be, you know, in schools who could, could really benefit from that service if if it were available to them. Uh, Kathleen, be, before we, we go, um, you might let me know in terms of the school libraries group of the Library Association of Ireland, because, you've, you know, you've only been part of the Library Association of Ireland 
since 2021. Looking ahead to 2023, what you know, given you that you know you put so much work, you and your colleagues this year into, I suppose, just bringing the school libraries group together and promoting it and advocating for the expansion of school libraries first 2023 you know what what what's the focus of the group more of the same uh, i would say we we are aware and that that school libraries are now being talked about in the department of education no progress has been made really yet but we know that there are a number of sections of the department because we are feeding um uh, everything we can into as many um uh, locations and sources as we can so they are definitely on the agenda and we are very grateful to the to the Oireachtas edu uh, education committee and they have as I said been very supportive and have have taken on board so we will certainly continue to feed into that committee uh, regards of what they're discussing and that's the important thing um, they've discussed leaving certificate reform um, supports for displaced students uh, mental health and well-being for students school libraries of course can support all of them and provide supports for students under all of those headings and regardless of what that committee uh, discusses over the coming year I have no doubt that there are areas in which a school library and school librarian can can um, provide um, services and supports under the heading so we will certainly continue to do that um, and in any other channels we uh, that we have made um, connections with also the, the as I say the Library Association of Ireland has been very supportive and they put in a motion uh, the, uh, separately to the school libraries group for school libraries to be discussed at Department of Education level. Um, so again, we will be continue to campaign through the Library Association of Ireland for for that um, to continue. Um, and we hopefully and in and and I think individual um, policymakers and individual TDs and senators there are certainly some out there. Uh, I think what's important and uh, we can see it all the time is what we started this conversation with is the understanding of what a school library, library is and what a school librarian does. Because the old understanding of a school librarian as somebody who provides books and a school library as a place where books are held is still very much alive and well, unfortunately. Um, and it is so erroneous to think like that. Um, they are not perceived in some quarters as teaching and learning spaces and as, as, as creative art spaces and as cultural spaces and play, spaces where students can experience, have all of these experiences and, and that they haven't in many cases got access to uh, otherwise. So we are going to continue to spread that word and as widely as possible and, and uh, change the perception, hopefully, of uh, what school libraries are and what school librarians can bring to the education system. Well, Kathleen, thank you very much for joining us on our podcast today. And we wish you every success with, you know, all the work and the, you know, all the advocating and policy work that you're putting into this. And I, I suggest anyone who's listening just have certainly look at your your social media and even look at the the world library congress page because what you think a school library was and what a school library actually is is profoundly different and the the amount of creative work that goes on in in the school libraries and within the jcsp library project here is just absolutely phenomenal um, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. As always, if you have any ideas or suggestions for our podcast, please let us know by emailing us at secretary at socialjustice.ie. And until next time, stay safe.